is I always look at it as kind of that opportunity to give back to your following as well. And I think that's an, an, another important thing of why it's important to make the prize really great, right? Sip, create, repeat. A podcast providing marketing strategies you can consume over a cup of coffee. Welcome back to another episode of Sip, Create, Repeat. Today, we are talking about creating and managing giveaways and how that can be a good way to actually grow your social following. It'll be myself, Julia, and Alicia today chatting about this. But first off, let's just kind of dive in. And Julia, what's going on in the marketing news update? Yes, so short form video is kind of all the rage right now and it is really taking off on Instagram and YouTube and it's already huge on Facebook. Uh, and to back up some of those statements, we've got some quotes from Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, he said that video accounts for nearly half of the time spent on Facebook. And that's actually not something that's super surprising for me. Uh, I think of my own personal Facebook habits. I spend a lot of time scrolling through videos. I get like sucked in. I end up on one cat video and an hour later, I'm who knows what I'm watching, but I spend hours on there. Uh, not so much like posting, but on those little videos. Uh, and he also said that reels are Instagram's largest contributor to engagement growth. Uh, and I think about our marketing stuff that we're doing right now internally for handshake and how we've been like cranking out reels because those seem to be boosting our engagement. Uh, and Instagram has been saying, you know, it's not just a photo based platform anymore. It's really trying to evolve and encompass all those videos. So that's huge. And then on YouTube, YouTube Shorts now have 15 billion daily views, according to a CEO of Google. Um, again, it's just that short term video. Uh, I think of like the attention span of people these days. You know, you don't want to sit and watch a 20 minute video on YouTube. You want to get all your information quick and get on the go. It's the Alicia, true TikTok next? effect, right? It is literally, um, it is everyone loving short form video and quick digestible stuff. It is, it's clearly, you know, TikTok found lightning in a bottle and now every other platform is finding ways to kind of exploit that same sort of uh, media. Yeah, and it's that generational shift too, right? Like us millennials and Gen Z, like for better or worse, our attention spans may not be quite as focused or as long, right? So like maybe we're just getting more efficient, more efficient in how we're absorbing information. So it's all kind of adding up. So that 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 sort of segue into this new trend of shorter videos isn't isn't too too surprising based on you know us us hip generations <laughs> coming through and changing things up a little bit i'm going to dive into some other stats for, about ad revenue from some of the other platforms so like for last week we talked about twitter and snapchat let's talk about some other some other really popular platforms so google right google made 50.4 billion with a b dollars in ad revenue up 69% last year Come on, good, good on you, Google, but whoo, lots of money, right? Google search generated 35.8 billion, YouTube ads made 7 billion, and the Google network alone, 7.5 billion. So ain't no question, Google knows what's up when it's coming to that ad spend. So it's still working for people. If you know how to run those uh, Google ads for yourself or need some help, definitely get it and don't, don't 
diminish or second guess the Google's ability to, to get your ads out there. Uh, Facebook revenue for Facebook still at 29.08 billion with a B. These numbers just sound like monopoly money, I know, but stay with me predominantly from their ads, right? That people like Facebook ads still, still popular. Uh, even with the iOS changes that have come through in the last couple months or so. Um, this is a 59% increase over last year, right? Although daily usage is stalling in Europe and the United States uh, for Facebook. So this is an interesting uh, stat to keep an eye on as we move further into 2021 and into 2022. Let's talk LinkedIn next. Ad revenue surpassed 1 billion. This is a big deal. People kind of sleep on LinkedIn, I think. And there's a lot of growth there, um, despite, you know, once you get all of those too many salesy DMs coming through, once you filter all of those out, there's a lot of opportunity on LinkedIn for not just connecting, not just hiring, like really true, meaningful ads and, and getting your sales out there. So, you know, LinkedIn is this, them surpassing this 1 billion mark is actually quite a big deal. It's for the first time in a recent quarter, this is a 97% increase over last year for them. That's a big, big, big one. So then the last one, which again, I know Chris and I have talked about our love of Spotify always being open on our on our phone or on our computers. Um, Spotify didn't give a quite specific figure, but you know we dig deep deep and figured out that the they've said that podcast ad revenue increased overall by 627%. Insane, totally exceeding expectations. I mean. I, I have several friends who started a podcast as part of their pandemic pivot or as their pandemic hobby. Um, a lot of people's new jobs that they've taken in the last year, including podcasting. Hello, I'm right there with you. So I think um, I'm not too surprised by that. Um, finally, Amazon, can't, can't forget Amazon ever, right? Ad revenue generated 7.9 billion with the B last quarter, up 77% from the previous quarter. I mean, get you know whatever you want to say about amazon right good bad middle ground right um it, it's still it's still a very big player so e-commerce has been very very interesting to watch in the past year um but i think julia you may have some really interesting stats to kind of p piggyback off of that Absolutely. You know, so last year, we got to remember, we were all stuck inside. It was, you know, <laughs> the height of COVID. Um, and while all of these things that Alicia are saying are super great, like all this ad revenue is up uh, on a scale of its own. And as a whole, e-commerce is kind of slowing down. Last year, like I said, we were all stuck inside and we had no choice but to online shop, you know. So the demand started to outweigh the supply of what was available. This year, it's kind of the opposite. Everybody's allowed to go outside of their homes these days and go shopping in person. Uh, so the statement of like e-commerce slowing down can be kind of backed up by two points. After 11 quarters of consecutive growth, Pinterest reported a, a decline in users in quarter two of 2021, uh, losing 24 million users in three months. So that's a huge decline in uh, not a lot of time. And the second one is Amazon's revenue actually has dropped from 41% to 27% in the past year. So, you know, in the height of COVID last summer, it was kind of booming. And now that we're all allowed to go outside and shop in person, not many people are Amazon shopping as much as they were. Uh, so it's kind of interesting how ad revenue is up, but e-commerce as a whole is kind of coming down yeah i think that 
like the reason ad spends up is everyone's trying to capture eyeballs um in the competing market especially in, like to your point now we are you know shifting away from doing everything online we're starting to get options of actually being back out in person and doing things from shopping to socializing and all that so you know i think that's a great way to segment segue into our topic for today which is how can you continue to grow your following via giveaways? so um you know alicia and myself we have run a ton of giveaways over you know the past year or so so you know i just kind of want to dive in alicia and you know what makes a good giveaway Wow. I think there are a couple different answers to that. Um, one is just a great prize, right? Like at the end of the day, um, I know in terms of when I'm personally as an individual user of a social media or whatever platform, um, looking for, is this, is this worth my time? Right? So is it that, you know, Oh, it was, you know, you may see a giveaway for like a $25 gift card. Okay. Like to the right store. Yeah. You got, you got my attention. So when I know personally, when I'm coordinating uh, giveaways, whether it's for one of our brands or for my own um, own feed, um, I'm really looking for fun ways to um, sort of up the ante, right? And it's like kind of push it a little bit. Like, eh, can we fit in the budget a $100 gift card? Hey, I'd take $100 over 25 any day, right? Um, another thing I like to really push with partners is what kind of out of the box experience can you provide for a giveaway that isn't necessarily something they can purchase, right? This is also a big thing in the nonprofit field around like silent auctions, live auctions is what's that unique experience that, um, that you can't get off the store shelf or you can't call and be like, send this to me immediately, right? You know, whether it's that private home dinner with that big local chef or some really unique one of a kind item, like, or like if it was a run of the mill or one of a kind sort of one printing of a of a t-shirt that you just happen to have some uh, left over in the back. So that, again, those really unique things that people can't get do great in giveaways. Um, I also think just really fantastic partners, right? If you get people together, and this is one thing we like to do is, you know, when we when we are feeling generous, we may just, you know, go for it and be like, ah, as our as our brand, we're going to do this today. But how can we really gather right more together and find that opportunity to say, Hey, partner, a, Hey, partner, B, Hey, partner, C, what can we all bring together? It elevates not only that overall value, probably elevating then that overall experience, um, and ends up being more reach for everyone. The user ends up getting to follow great new accounts in the process too. I know I've learned of a lot of accounts that are some now of my favorites because of giveaways. Um, so those are my, my main three uh, focus points when I'm starting to plan a giveaway is the overall prize itself. Um, you know, are there, is there a uniqueness to the prize? And then is there, are there great partners that I can make a part of this as well? And that's, that's how I start. And then I run from there. And I think, you know, a kind of the feedback off that a little bit, the, the ask is kind of important too, right? You know, if we're asking for, I don't know, just like this post and you're giving away just sort of a very basic giveaway versus having to go through the steps of, we want you to follow five or six accounts and leave a comment and do this. I think the more you're asking that user to do, the better the prizes, the more likely they'll actually complete all those steps. And yeah, think, most definitely. You know, if, it, if, if it's just a $20 admission ticket to your local museum, I'm probably not going to do a loop giveaway of 50 different accounts that I'm going to have to track my way through. That's a wonderful point, Pat. <laughs> exactly. And I think, you know, you don't always have to think of these giveaways as just like potentially a like and follow on whatever social media platform, you know, 
we've seen a lot of success trying to drive email signups on site. Just, you know, again, it's a smaller ask. You're just trying to get someone's email, add you to the list. And we're constantly running, you know, if you sign up, we give away one something a month. And that's just continually growing that email list. So, you know, you don't always have to think of giveaways as, you know, I need to get likes and follows on a certain social platform. There's other ways you can do it to build, you know, your email list, build whatever, you know, you're trying to actually, whatever information you're trying to build from that customer base. Maybe it's a survey. Maybe it's, um, you know, whatever it might be. I even have done it in, you know, posting an Instagram giveaway and then pushing it uh, via Facebook, right? If I have an amazing following on Facebook, but I need to boost up my Instagram following, I'll cross promote it over on Facebook. And that way it incentivizes the Facebook user to also follow us on Instagram. And that way they're that's even more awareness about your product or service, about your business. Um, and yes, everyone's got their, you know, the platforms where they call home. But I think that idea that you don't have to be locked and loaded to one platform is really important, especially thinking past social, right? We've we've done this in a lot of ways, you know, in terms of the e using email, right? And whether that's a pop-up, we do that a lot with pop-ups on sites. Um, and people love to get that email, right? Afterwards saying that, hey, you won, like, there is very like my favorite days of work are when I get to contact people about giveaways, right? Like I, you know, what especially the higher the value, right? Like the joy in people's lives. Um, when I had hit ten years of blogging for my individual, I did a an, an entire prize price pack that was worth over a thousand dollars, right? It had like some of my best partners over the year contributed gift cards, restaurants. All, all sorts of stuff, right? And that like people lost their minds that their friend won the giveaway. So it wasn't even just the friend losing their mind. It was their friends, friends of friends losing their mind. So I think that's that's something about like the joy that, per, that actually running giveaways. I always look at it as kind of that opportunity to give back to your following as well. And I think that's an, an, another important thing of why it's important to make the prize really great, right? Like it's kind of like when you go out of the way to buy your mom something super special for her birthday, right? Like the joy, think of the joys on their faces at the end of the day. So I love when we can kind of push it and even take it past, you know, just an Instagram giveaway and, or like, Hey, find those other unique, unique ways to get giveaways worked into your marketing plan too. Right. Cause it's not just, Hey, we're trying to sell, 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 or we're trying to get something from you. You know, giveaways truly, yes, you're trying to get some engagement in that, but you're just kind of just giving something back. You're not expecting people to purchase necessarily or, you know, anything like that. So it's not necessarily like saying you, we want to get a bunch of money from you because you're trying to sell a product or a service. You know, it's it's truly just, hey, you, you follow us, you like us. Here are some other people we think you might like and follow. And, um, you know, it's a great way to, to kind of blend those audiences together, right? I think that's a big key is, and we've seen this, running giveaways, it's tough to run the same giveaway with the same partner over and over because your your audiences have already crossed over, right? So you're Very constantly true. looking for a good partner that you haven't run anything with to do exactly that, get those audiences to cross over. So I think that's that's a huge yeah. key in, in ways to run a giveaway. I think the last thing on that is that I'm 100% agreement, in agreement in trying to vary those partners that the only thing I'll add in is just being aware of your existing partnerships, right? And I'm not, you know, contract like contracts are one thing, but I think it's always just nice in the sense of like, hey, say it's an annual giveaway. So for example, for the, the Cleveland baseball team, which I know has a new name, but <laughs> uh, you know, we, we've worked on 
annual giveaways around opening day. And we've gone to the same set of partners annually to put this giveaway together. That makes sense to me because 365 days is a long time in social media land, right? So like over time, we've all accumulated new new uh, followers that maybe doesn't know about those those partners we've already worked with. So that kind of is, you know, leading into another thought that I'd love to, you know, hear your thoughts on Julia and Pat around like, I know how often I like run, running giveaways. I, I think some of it is very brand specific, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on it before I jump in. Yeah, I think, you know, from a from a timing standpoint, I think it goes back to two, what you mentioned about what is the giveaway, right? You know, if it's just for us, we run a lot of them with pickles where we're just giving away necessarily a four pack. And it's just kind of a quick and easy giveaway that we maybe run those more often versus like you said, once a year, maybe we're running this mega giveaway where we have a ton of partners involved. So I, I think you don't want to necessarily like tire out your audience with giveaways and just become a giveaway account. I think we try to run one like maybe once a month, maybe get a partner or two in it. Um, and even then, if, if we don't have a good partner or something, we just kind of say maybe we skip it this month and we, we, we move on to the next month and work to maybe build one a little bit bigger. But I think it's A, driven by what is the size of the giveaway? Is it a mega one or is it just something standard? And then B, just like anything else, people are creatures of habit. What's your kind of cadence with this, right? Like, is it once a month and you just kind of do it? Is it once every two weeks? You know, and it kind of varies for you. You'll be able to gauge that on your audience. I think, you know, at least or Julia, you could probably talk to, you know, just numbers that you've seen when we run giveaways for an account, like, you know, like anything you can pull data from it and kind of take information from that. Right. Absolutely. And like, I also think from myself as somebody who hasn't been involved in running a lot of giveaways as a consumer, if I'm only seeing giveaways, like it's totally going to change my buying habits later on because I'll just rely on like a giveaway or something and may not become somebody who regularly purchases from you. Um, so I think too many giveaways too often could negatively impact that. And I know we like had a podcast about that earlier on, which go check it out. It had some good information in it, but, uh, and then in terms of the data, yeah, like you'll be able to see which giveaways are successful when you ran them, what times you ran them, where you ran them. And from there you can start to build like a giveaway profile and start matching and mixing every time. So it's always going to be a little bit different, but you're pulling your best data to create your best variations of giveaways. I've 100% seen this. I have a, um, I have a partner that I work with quarterly for my own personal feed. And every quarter we give away usually a $50 gift card. And I've been doing it now for a couple years, but they've all been pretty well entered. Like people probably anticipated at this point, like you're going to see a, you're going to see a gift card giveaway from this, this partner of mine, probably about now ish. Right. I even just the simplicity of posting at a different time during the day. And again, this comes to the importance of data and looking at it on a regular basis can affect your giveaway. The last giveaway I did for this partner, um, some of it was just my poor planning, but I, I posted it mid afternoon thinking, oh, let's, let's, sometimes it's about trying something different. I had the least amount of entries, the least amount of likes. It was one of the worst performing giveaways I had ever seen. And I was, I was shocked. I was a little embarrassed because sometimes it's not worth, like you also need to know when it's, when, when it's a good time to take a risk on something, right? 
maybe working with a regular partner that maybe <laughs> maybe not the best time for me to have taken that that little bit of a risk of just posting at a different time so um really think about I, pat my biggest point was going to be around consistency right we need we need it as humans we love it as as uh technology users right we need it when it comes to our giveaway planning too so once you start to figure out your consistency and what works for your audience remember it's kind of the like, like sure, we may have started, started our feeds for ourselves, but once you get to a point, you're doing it for your audience, right? Whether it's because you're a business or a creator or fill in the blank, right? Come back to that point to be like, when is this going to knock it out of the park? When are my users on? When have I had past success with giveaways? So say you have just been running those monthly good, but not as great prize packs maybe every quarter then becomes the a better one and then maybe it's once a year it's that mega giveaway so um I'm, I'm i love the consistency point ultimately and i think the regularity helps everyone yourself and your audience be ready for giveaways too yeah i think you know so kind of a follow-up question about consistency and stuff what are some things that you just help to organize these giveaways right like i know we've we use things like Google Docs, just to even put a templated, like, this is the post, these are the hashtags we're going to use. You try and get the partners involved in that. But like, what are some, some steps you do to just kind of process out these giveaways and kind of make them run as smooth as possible? Yeah, I think we have consistent ca uh, content calendars running. So I can say, okay, this, you know, for example, August end of summer vibe, right? Like what partners can I, and I start to brainstorm um, oh, end of summer, what would be, what am I doing at the end of the summer? I'm taking time off. So maybe it's a vacation themed giveaway compared to September, which may be like a Labor Day last cookout of the season, or, um, maybe the kickoff of football season things of, you know, so I'm always constantly looking, um, at the upcoming months, the upcoming, um, trends of those months, holidays of those months, things of that nature. Um, also we're constantly cultivating a list of potential partners. So that could be as we are um, navigating the feeds, um, maintaining them on a regular basis, seeing like, oh, this, this other brand is also engaging with us a lot. Maybe they would be interested in partnering on a giveaway. So that's always a list that is always running, um, simply kept in something can be sim simply as kept in a Excel document. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Um, and then from there, it's again, like we have, I have a general template that I like to use in terms of those kind of go-to statements that are included in most posts, right? And they salad, hey, this is a giveaway. Don't want to miss this. Lots of big caps, emojis. Don't be afraid to really go big with that, that intro statement, that sort of intro statement then saying, here's what the giveaway is. Here's why, right? Because with the end of summer, with the unofficial end of summer coming with Labor Day this weekend, we are giving away the ultimate cookout prize pack. So you have the greatest last barbecue of 2021, right? So that, you know, kind of tie it together. Then I like to introduce the, here's how you win, here's how you enter, right? Here's how you win the stuff. Usually, almost always, it's a like the post. Always it's a follow the set accounts participating. Um, and always for me at least is tagging another Instagram account, at least one, um, there's different ways of managing that as well. Basically what that does is just share, spread the word, right? So my best, one of my best friends is God bless her notorious for tagging me in all of the Instagram giveaways that have ever existed on the platform. So I, I'm like, okay, she, okay, okay. You know, I'm constantly, but every once in a while I'll be like, 
that's a giveaway worth one entering for me, right? So I that's how again I learned of a lot of these new accounts because of other friends tagging me and <laughs> trying to win stuff. From there, um, you know, you want to explain uh, so another point of entry could be sharing to Instagram stories. Personally, that's a little more complicated. You kind of kind of have to track that on the back end, and it's exhausting and probably not always the best in terms of the worth workload on your end. But if you got the time, not a bad thing to offer. We, I'd like to personally offer like quadruple the amount of entries uh, for sharing the Instagram stories, but you do you. Then from there is the like, hey, here's, here's the time frame. Like give people a deadline. It's open today through Saturday. We're picking a winner on Sunday. Good luck. And then, you know, it's not a bad idea to include that good old disclaimer, like we are not affiliated with Instagram, Facebook, so on and so forth. So that, you know, just to cover, cover yourself a little bit and then appropriate hashtags, right? Think about the topics that you're working on. Um, if you're doing a food giveaway, you want all the food hashtags. If you're doing a sports related hash uh, giveaway, you want all the sports hashtags. Uh, you do that spread of super global to super local. Um, so that's kind of my entire thought process when I'm creating the actual copy. Um, again, strong imagery. We talk about this all the time. You have to have great creative, whether you have a graphic designer on your team, you just have an iPhone with a fantastic camera already built into it. That's always a big part of that consistency. Um, and then running it, right? So you run that giveaway, you find that opportunity to then give the gift away. Always my favorite part, right? So then how do you pick entries? So there's a couple different ways. Um, I know when I'm running from a single account, um, there's a tool called exportcomments.com. I've been on this site a million times in my life at this point, but it's a great tool that will actually do the work for you, right? So you kind of, you, you give it access to your accounts and you hit a button a couple, once or twice at most, and it then tells you, hey, here's a winner, right? And you also can tell it the like, hey, did they tag people? Are they following my account? Are they following that account? So you give the, you give the site those details around, here's what you need. Here's what I need for them to have done so that I can pick them as a winner. Then it tells you who the winner is, right? You then got to go contact them, usually Instagram DM or whatever the channel that giveaway was on is the best way to get that done. Um, but yeah, and then you go forth and you send them stuff and everyone's happy and you have new followers and they've got great stuff and it's joyous and it's beautiful and it puts the biggest smile on my face. I will say though, Pat, I would love for you to talk about when we do entries with more than one partner, when everyone is posting the giveaway to their account. Can you talk about how we pick a, pick a, um, a winner from that kind of scenario? Yeah, so I mean, it's it's kind of the same process. We use that export comments thing, but you're actually able to just kind of go to an individual post. So you, it, it's a little more, it's a few more steps because you have to go to each of those partner pages and then actually like pull the URL for the post. But what I do is that they, they export each of those out to an Excel doc. I copy and paste all of them into like a single document. Um, and then I usually actually just like to sort by time to kind of randomize it a bit. You know, so it's not all one account, like the top third, second, third, 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 or all one account. Mix it up by whenever those comments got posted, and it just doesn't really matter what account is. And then, you know, we do a random number draw, and we just find out what line on Excel or, like, Google Sheets that is. And, uh, we, you know, that's how we pull a winner. And yeah. Another thing that we do that I kind of love in, in our template doc is one of the things is, and sometimes we don't always get this information, but we pull, we like to see, like, what was the follower growth with our partners, right? So identifying, like, were we the biggest account that grew or was it someone else? And then that's information you can use as you're approaching new partners. Like, 
hey, this last giveaway we, we ran, you know, our partners grew by X percent um, of their following in the last giveaway. So it's just another tool to have in your back pocket when you're kind of approaching those partners to say, um, you know, hey, these are successful and here's why. So we hope you guys found a ton of useful information in today's episode. Be sure to tag us in those giveaways once you start running them at, hey, it's Handshake. Uh, Follow the podcast on YouTube or whatever podcast platform you're listening to, and we will catch you next time. Thanks.